0: Alright, so, this morning, we are talking about growing like family. And I know, when I was a kid, and when most, when if you ask most kids, do you want to grow? What do you think? Do you guys want to grow? No? No? Yeah, I think most kids, I don't know. Okay, you want to grow... You want to grow to be older. You want to grow to be bigger. You want to grow because it's, that's what you, you see. Everybody else is big and tall, and you want to be like them. And that's going to be like someday when I'm this big or when I'm, right? And so get excited about that, maybe for different reasons. But we get excited about growing. And today we're going to be looking at what is it like, to, what are we doing in the family of God? The, the people that trust Jesus, the people that are adopted by God into his family? How are we growing together? So we're going to be looking at that this morning. And, because we are in this, this sermon series called Family. And so we're, look, we're asking, what is our status? What is our status in God's family? And we know that if, you, if we trust Jesus, that we are in God's family. If God is, if, if Jesus is the Lord of your life, then you are in God's family. And we've been looking at this idea of family and and God's family um, for a few weeks now. And we said that the first, a few weeks ago, we said, believers in Christ are to have or be in fellowship with one another. So if you are in the family, then we should be in fellowship with each other. Um, Then we looked at that we should be committed to a local church. That's the key to connecting like family. So not just that we want to be in fellowship, but we also want to connect and we want to be together together and growing as we're going to be looking at today. Um, last week we looked at how God's love is the what? The glue in God's family. And I know it's on the screen, but some of you might have remembered that. God's love is the glue in God's family. It, it binds us together. We talked about how last week, how, how um, Apostle Paul was telling us, telling the, the Colossians church, That we should be putting on, regularly putting on compassion and kindness and humility and gentleness and patience. Be putting these things on so people see these characteristics of God's love. Put them on. Take them on. Take on His love. And then we should be living a life that's that's showing people that we bear with each other and we forgive each other. That we're not holding grudges and we're not being in disunity because we are holding, being upset about things. But Jesus says, like I've forgiven, you are to forgive. You are to be known by your forgiveness. So let's be people that forgive with Jesus' love. And then also that we can experience that bond of God's love, that, that glue that we talked about last week. So today we're going to be looking at growing. Uh, and the, I'm just going to go ahead and say the main idea right away. The main idea is God's family grows together. When we study and experience God's word together. Okay, so we, we grow as a family. We grow together when we are in God's word, when we're studying, when we're, when we're holding each other accountable, when we're learning together and growing, when we are discussing God's word, when we're discussing how it plays out in our life, when we are learning and growing together. Notice it's together, together. That's on purpose, okay? Okay. So we do that together. And we're going to be looking at the, the book of Hebrews. And so you can turn to Hebrews chapter 5. I invite you to do that. It's going to be on the screen, or you can look on your phone or your or however you have a Bible. But you know why, why is it that we want to grow together? You know, remember, Jesus called us all to be disciples. Now, we weren't Peter and James and John and Matthew. We, we're not the, we aren't physically following Jesus, but we are, as Christians, following after Jesus. And, and we are seeking to be like Him and learn from Him. And so we are seeking to be following Jesus, to be learning from our Master. And a great way to do that, the, the disciples, they learned together with Jesus. And Jesus said when He left that He was going to send his spirit with us, and he was always going to be with us. So as we open God's word, I mean, in, in the scripture it says, where, where two or three are gathered in my name, Jesus says, I'm going to be with you. Where, where people are gathered to learn about Jesus, to experience Jesus, to grow in, in his knowledge and experience of the relationship of Jesus. When we are doing that, Jesus is with us, teaching us. His spirit guides us. So we are disciples, and we are about developing disciples, not just, not just being disciples ourselves, but also being teaching, teaching others about the, how to walk with Jesus. All right, so in, in Hebrews 5, uh, the, the first part of Hebrews 5 talks about how there is this great high priest. Now, in the Old Testament, the high priest was the one that would be the mediator between the people and God. And and so the great high priest here, the author of Hebrews, is writing about how Jesus is the great high priest. How Jesus is our mediator between the Father and the people. And and then, near the end of of this chapter, in in verse uh, 11, the author kind of shifts focus. Because he's talking about the great high priest, about Jesus. And then, he says, in verse 11, he says, we have much to say about this, but it's, it is hard to make it clear, it clear to you because you no longer are trying to understand. You're, you're no longer, for whoever he's talking to, there's some people that aren't really trying anymore to understand. It says in some ver- versions that they're being sluggish or lazy. They're not, they're not doing anything that's going to be helping them to grow in their faith. Okay? All right, so let's read... In verse 12, it should be on the screen. Verse 12 says, In fact, though by this time, by this time, you ought to be teachers. So you, after being in your faith, you should be knowing and growing and learning about Jesus and experiencing God's Word, experiencing Him in a relationship. You should be be like teachers. You should be able to teach people about this because of how much you know. But he says this, the author says, but you need someone to teach you the elementary truths of God's word over and over again. You need milk, not solid food. I mean, we all know milk. I mean, my daughter laughed. Milk is for babies. I mean, yes, we drink milk sometimes too, right? Milk, it does a body good. I know, but he's, the, the author here is talking about how you can't you can't handle solid food. You need to be on baby food. What an insult. I think it was an insult on purpose. It was an insult. Is You guys can't handle knowing about things. You can't handle teaching because all you do is you're just acting like babies. You're just, you just found out about Jesus a long time ago. You accepted Jesus, and now you've done nothing. Now you've just, you've just relied on whatever you knew then, and you just think that's good. And you just, you're still drinking baby's milk. You, I, I, I mean, the author is saying, I need to teach you over what just the simple, basic gospel message is. Because you, you can't even teach someone else. You don't even remember. So this is clearly insulting. Okay? This is clearly not where you want to be. If someone says, do you want some milk or do you want some, some uh, solid food? Um. Like, do you want to drink milk as your meal or do you want steak and mashed potatoes and, and all that? You're not saying I want milk, right? That's, that's not something you go for. We don't go for just having milk as our whole meal. Now, recently I've been doing some shakes. That's a little different, but that's a that's a little different. That's intentional, right? But, he, but the author is saying these people can't handle anything else, okay? And, and so here... They're, they're trying, or they're not trying. They're not trying to grow. They're not trying to do anything. They're just, they're thinking that they're good. I, I accepted Jesus, I'm good. And that's a dangerous place to be in. Accepting the understanding and the relationship of Jesus and just saying, all right, good to go. Live my life how I want. Some Christians, some believers will tell you that's okay. As long as you've accepted Jesus, that you got your ticket to heaven and you're good. The author here is warning everyone about that. That's not good. You need to be growing. You can't can't just be lazy in your faith. You need to be growing and and exercising and training in your faith. Growing together. People should be experiencing God's truth in their life. They should be able to teach each other. But they aren't growing themselves. Our first point today is is that growth in God's family happens when believers learn God's truth from each other, okay? So there's, a, there's this element of learning. As believers, we are to be continually learning if we want to grow. We can't just say, we're good to go and keep learning. No, we continually learn. I remember my grandpa, when I was, when I was really young, he was, and he was really old, and he had read the Bible lots of times, and, and he was a, sc- a scholar, a Bible teacher, and and he, I remember him telling me as a 7- as a or 8-year-old that he's, he learns something new every day. In fact, when he reads the Bible, he learns something new. And I'm like, how in the world? How can you be learning something new when you're so old and you're so wise and you've read the Bible 40-something times through? But he said, always we are always learning. And that's, uh, that's something about we, we grow when we're always learning. When we're trying to learn, then we're going to be then we're going to be growing. Not like these people that were just like, hey, I'm good on this this baby milk. No. (laughs) We're not good on baby milk. That's not okay. So I think here the author is saying, grow up. Stop acting like a baby. I don't know if any parents have said that in their house before. Grow up. (laughs) Maybe more to the, the teenagers. Grow up. Get out, Stop playing all the video games. All that, get outside and do. Like, grow up, you know. Like, we say that sometimes. Now that, that can be hurtful, but we want people to grow, don't we? Right? Do we want people to grow? We want people to flourish. We want people. We want people to learn and to, to continue in their knowledge and understanding and their relationship with Jesus, especially. You know, this wasn't the first time that, that um, in the New Testament that people are being addressed by how they, how they aren't learning. I mean, in, in 1 Corinthians 3, Paul addresses the church, the, the church of, of Jesus, uh, the uh, Colossians, or I'm sorry, Corinthians, and he calls them, um, they're like people at, who live by the Spirit, but people who are still worldly, merely infants in Christ, people that are trying to kind of live in the world, but still kind of like be a Christian, those are infants. There's are people still like on, on baby milk. Not good. And, and so there's lots of ways that we can learn, right? There's lots of ways that we can, go, we can learn, but it takes effort, doesn't it? We don't just learn by, usually by being accidental. We're, we learn because we are, we are intentional. You know, we can have a Bible app on our phones, where we can learn God's Word. We can, we all have, or hopefully we all have Bibles that we can open. We, we have different ways. We have radios and CD players. We have computers. We have different ways that we can be learning our phones. There's different ways that we can be learning and growing. But learning and growing is one step. But learn, I think we should be learning and growing also together. And not just learning and growing by ourselves, but learning and growing in community, in God's family. And so I, I believe that growth in God's family happens when we believers learn God's truth with each other. And let's continue reading in, in Hebrews in verse 13 of, of chapter 5. He goes, the author goes on and says, anyone who lives on milk still being an infant is not acquainted with the teaching about righteousness. So if you are, if you are acting like an infant and you're still living on baby food, you're not going to understand. You're not going to be able to wrestle with. You're not going to be able to grasp this kind of learning that you need to be doing to, for you to flourish and to grow. You're not going to be able to handle the word of, of truth correctly, probably going to be taking verses out of context. If you ever see a verse, because you don't, you're not studying the Bible. Maybe you don't know how to apply the Bible, and, and, and so we need to be in the Word and talking to one another, other believers, challenging us, growing, and, and trying to understand how they understand Scripture there's many good biblical teachers and preachers and authors that we can that we can learn from i mean we have a whole bunch of books in the library we have right now media we have lots of resources if you're not sure if you if you are like i'm really not sure what i should read or what i should listen to um, ask somebody around you ask me ask one of the elders we would love to get you plugged in to resources that can help you learn and that will actually that will help you grow. And our second point today is that believers apply scripture. Believers apply a scripture into their lives. So if you want to grow, then we need to be learning, but then also believers need to be applying the scripture. So learn what it says, learn about it. Experience Pray through the Scriptures. But then start, now recognize when we apply Scripture, not all Scripture is to me. Not all Scripture is to you. But we learn from Scripture about Jesus, about God's Son, about God the Father and His Spirit. And we learn about humanity and how sin has corrupted all parts of life. And that someday we are going to have uh, someday that Jesus is going to return. And he's going to get rid of all. He's going to conquer all sin and death. And there's only going to be Jesus and his followers. And we are going to be with him. Now, sadly, people that don't know Jesus are not going to be with him for eternity. And so that's our job. Jesus wants us to go tell people about the good news of Jesus, how he died on the cross to save us from our sins and save us from eternity without him. But we need to be applying the truth, applying scripture to us. It doesn't mean every scripture you read is like, oh, this is, this is for me. No, a lot of it is so we understand who God is. That God is love. And that God's in God's love and in his mercy, he, he lets things happen to, to the Israelites. They, you know, they go into slavery. I mean, all kinds of things happen. But it's not always about me. We need to understand the context. And a lot of what we can do in applying Scripture is when we are in a group, when we are studying the Bible together, when you have two or three friends that you are saying, committed to saying, hey, let's read through the book of whatever this month. Let's read through, let, let's, let's just read one verse a day. Let's read a chapter a day. Let's read through the, whatever. Whatever it is, read through Scripture and talk to each other about it talk to each other about it, and not just, hey, this is for them, this is this this nice textbook that we can can just know a few things about. No, it's not a textbook. It is telling us about the truth, about Jesus, the truth of life, and how we can apply it to our lives. How we can apply the truth that, that we learn about Jesus, and how it shows us that we can be living for Him. And also, we can be living for Jesus in the understanding of what His Scripture is about and, having, and when people ask us questions, well, what is, what is the Scripture about? Well, let's talk about it. Or, hey, uh, I don't really know, or I, I haven't read that book recently. Let's, let's dive in it together and, and try to see. And, and so we, we don't want to get stuck on baby food. We don't want to just be like, yeah, the Bible, it's good, yeah, we're, we know about our faith. Yeah, we're good. No, let's be growing. Let's get to that maturity. Let's, let's be trying to learn. Let's be trying to apply the Scripture to our life. In Psalm 1, the author of Psalms says, he gives this illustration right away at the beginning of the, of the longest book of the Bible. Blessed is the one who does not step walk in step with the wicked or stand with the, the, the sinners or sit in this company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord, whose delight is in the word of God, whose delight is in this true scripture. And and it says that person who's meditating on God's word, that person that's understanding and they're going through it. they're chewing it, they're, they're listening, they're trying to understand, they keep going through and over and over, what is this book mean? They're meditating on day and night. And that person, it says this person that's doing this, that's not going in with the way of the wicked, and this person that's surrounding themselves by other people that want to apply the Bible, this person is like a tree. And this tree is planted By water. Water that's refreshing this tree. That's growing this tree. This this water is making this tree flourish. And so this tree is giving life and fruit to the tree. And so as believers, when we apply Scripture, we are letting the truth of God, the truth of His Scripture and we're planted right by that tree. And we are letting Jesus apply His Scripture, His words to us. We're letting His Spirit apply it to us. And that's a great picture for us. Let's be people that aren't just in the world, but we're people that are planted by streams of water. And we're growing in our faith together. And we are applying Scripture together. In verse 14, it goes on in Hebrews 5. It says this, But solid food is for the mature, who by constant use have trained themselves to distinguish good from evil. So the author here in Hebrews is saying, you don't want to be on baby food. You want to be on solid food if you want to be growing if you want to be maturing if you want to be growing in your faith of jesus then act like it learn apply the scripture but i think this is about then people that have trained themselves people that have trained themselves are doing it on purpose there's no accidental, I'm training to be good at something. There's no Olympic athlete that's like, you know, I was just really good at something, so I just came to the Olympics and I won. <laughs> have you ever heard that story? <laughs> no. <laughs> they, they train themselves, right? There's a lot of training that goes into being good at something. And, and so, if you want to have maturity in your faith, If you want to grow, then we need to stop relying on the baby food. We need to get away from the baby food. We need to, by constant use, be on solid, be having solid food, having training that's going to help us to live like Jesus, to grow with His heart, to understand His Scripture and how we can apply it to our life, but then also how be around people that will make us live it out. And so our third point today is that believers challenge each other to live it out. You know, if, if we're in a group of people that say, oh, let's open the Bible and then like, oh, okay, here's what it says and all right, hope you have a good week, that's it. You're, you're, that's it, that's, that's not gonna help much. But we open the Bible, we study it, we, we talk about it. We try to understand what, what the context is, what it meant for those people that were hearing it, and, and, and what was happening, and what the truth is for us that so we can try to understand for our life, how to apply it to our life, but then also challenge us to live it out, right? We don't just say like, okay, that was for them. Good job. No, we say, wow, let's grow in our faith. Since we learn that, that God is a God of mercy how can you be merciful this week? Since, since God is a God that shows compassion and He, he gives grace, and He forgives, how are we doing at that? How are we doing at that? And we talk about that. Oh, I'm having a hard time forgiving this person because of the thing that they did. Well, let's pray about that. Let's, let's see how we can... Can you talk to them about it this week? You know, can, I, can I be praying for you this week how you can how you can work that out with them. We challenge each other to live it out, not just to read about it and just to know it, but no, to apply it to our life and then challenge us to, to live like Jesus. Proverbs 27, 17, a familiar proverb says, As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. There's that picture of iron sharpening iron. I don't even know how that works with iron, but however it is, we're we're sharpening each other. We sharpen each other by challenging each other to live by His word, by to live by His truth, and we can do that in groups. We can do that. Hey, if we don't have a group, if there's no, if you don't know, if you don't have a few friends that you study the Scripture with, there's lots of ways you can do that. In your bulletin today, you're going to see we have a Sunday school hour. And at 9.30, there's four adult classes that meet. And the purpose of meeting together is to talk about the Bible, to learn from the Bible, to apply the Scripture, how to challenge each other to live it out. There, there's some great classes. Join a class. I know it means coming in an extra hour early Getting up an extra hour before you want to, or maybe. I don't know, but that's a great way you can get involved. There's also Wednesday nights. Twice a month, we are having groups that study the Bible. And then the first Wednesday of the, night, Wednesday of the month, we, we watch a story about the Bible called The Chosen. Now, there's lots of ways that we can grow in our faith together. If those don't work for you, for whatever reason, find two or three other believers and challenge them. Hey, how can I be praying for you regularly? Hey, how, what kind of script... Let's be reading the scriptures together. Let's be talking about it. Find out a way. There's all kinds of technology you can use now so we don't have excuses like we used to anymore of like, well, I don't know what time I can meet and all this. No, like... I, I know some people that the way they communicate as they communicate on a daily basis is through the Bible app. They, they pick a scripture, they pick a plan on the Bible app. Each week they pick something and they all, they all comment on it and talk about it. And then they meet every couple weeks or whatever. But they are challenging each other and they're sharpening each other as iron sharpens iron. They are sharpening each other to be growing in this family of God. And they're they're applying Scripture. And they are knowing Scripture. And they're challenging. And so I want to encourage you, if you don't have a group that you can grow with, talk to me, talk to one of the elders, talk to one of the Sunday school teachers. We would love to get you more connected into one of the groups or find another way that works for you. But whatever it is, we want to challenge each other to live out our faith, to be growing in in the Bible and understanding God what Jesus wants us to do, and how we can obediently live for him. And as we've said, our main idea today is that God's family grows together when we study and experience God's word together. We're going to be growing more like Jesus when we grow together through his word. And I want to encourage you today, or right now, this is to quiet yourselves and think about this question. This question is, in which way or which ways am I experiencing growth in God's family? And just take a moment, maybe think about that, pray about it. Lord Jesus, we know that you want us to be not just happy to be on baby food. We know you want us to be growing in our faith. That you want us to be maturing and, and flourishing. And so God, I pray that we would be growing in whatever way that looks like. That we would be in groups of people small groups, Sunday school classes, Bible studies, whatever it is, God, I pray that you would use those groups and you would help us to know that we can grow together in our faith, that we can apply scripture, understand scripture, and we're called to live it out. And so, Jesus, I pray that you would give us that endurance to not just be happy where we are in our faith, but that we would want to grow and mature And ultimately, be more like you. And God, we pray that we would be transforming more and more into your image. Not by ourselves, but only by your power and with others as we open your word. So Jesus, I thank you that we have opportunities in this country that we are allowed to open your word together. That we are allowed to meet that we don't have to be in secret, that we don't have to be uh, hiding or fearful of what could happen. And I pray for people around this globe that don't have that freedom. I pray that their lives would flourish as they are seeking You and growing together in their communities of faith, Jesus. We pray that we would trust You, learn from You, apply Your... Scripture to us, God, and be and that we would challenge each other to live according to your word. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.